Hi, welcome to episode 2 of season 2 of the One Life Theory podcast. My name is Rajiv. Today I'm going to talk about the four ways to live life. Just for context, before this episode, I would urge you to listen to episode number 1 of season 2, which talks about the 10 tenets of life. And the four ways to live life actually can be plotted on a very nice 2 by 2. So to start with I'm going to define what the axes of the 2x2 are. The first x axis is pleasures. I talk a lot about living a full life. Pleasures is just about living actually a full life. A full life pleasures could be anything materialistic, it could be experiences, it could be status, it could be power, it could be anything that is living a full life. It could be one or more things. but the x axis will talk about living a complete and full life let's call it the pleasure axis the second axis is the y axis which is purpose i also talk in the tenets about living a very useful life for the community and a purposeful life and uh, purpose talks about anything that you do that has leaving a legacy having impact man- getting outcomes for other people and uh, it could be any kind of work that you contribute back to the world so these are the two axes on which the four ways to live life are going to be plotted the x axis which is the pleasure axis the y axis which is the purpose axis now let's get about to plotting the four ways to live life now let's look at the leftmost extreme which is low on pleasures low on purpose i'm going to term that as the monk life again anyone who's a monk or anyone who's thinking of uh, being a monk don't have to take offense the reason i call it the monk life is you are devoid of pleasures you're devoid of any great impact you're living within uh, your own view to what it should be that's a very powerful way to live life it's extremely difficult but there are obviously people who try and do this and this is a phenomenal way to live life if you can do A very temporary way to live this monk life is to do a vipassana you're completely detached from the world and this is what i would suggest for people who are in their prime to actually try this monk life even much younger the idea with life is as you go grow older as you get gracefully to your end of life you will actually want to get to that monk life at some point in time maybe start with doing vipassana once a year but at some future point in time maybe much closer to your 70s and 80s you want to just live that life as your primary life The next kind of life that's going to be plotted let's go up is called what is called a missionary life missionary life is very high on purpose but low on pleasures missionary life does not just mean mother teresa or mahatma gandhi those people of course live the missionary life it could also be a startup founder it could also be someone who's just focused on creating impact it could be someone who's doing an ngo where they don't care about too many other aspects of life i mean they may have a personal life they may have health and stuff but they don't really care about the singular purpose that they are on to which is to create an impact in the world in some form or the other it could be an artist it could be uh, a sports person it could be someone who is into music or it could be someone who is building a startup spending 180 hours a week missionary life is extremely difficult to live to because you're compromising on every other aspect of life but there's a lot of people who have done it the third aspect of life third way to live life is what i call the nomadic life nomadic life is high on pleasures but very low on purpose and again those who are nomads don't have to take offense but the way i define nomadic life is to make sure that you're just going after different kinds of experiences you have no commitment you have no specific attachment to the world in terms of purpose 
Nomadic life again is a very unique way of life. It's not easy for everyone to live. It's much easier lived when you are younger and you have no dependencies. And that's the third way to live life. Now, if you see all of these three, it's not something that normal people do. It's only by exception that people live these three kinds of life. A very small percentage of people across the world put together are living these three kinds of life in those extremes. Everyone could have some bit of a nomadic streak or some bit of a, a monk streak, but someone to live a few years continuously on any of these three extremes is actually very difficult. Now let's talk on the fourth axis, which is very high on purpose and also high on pleasures. And that's where the one life theory comes in. I call that one life. One life theory is one framework of living a one life. It is very high on purpose, very high on pleasure. It's the fourth quadrant, which is what when you do management uh, at some point in time, you are taught to always play in the fourth quadrant. You're always taught to climb in the fourth quadrant. And that's what One Life Theory is about. If you see the logo, the four colors, they're all trying to sort of expand out into the, you know, into the extremes. And the idea with One Life Theory is to make sure that you actually move further and further up on both axes, which is both pleasures and purpose. I will, of course, talk much more in detail on what the framework is over the next few episodes of this podcast. But this is how One Life Theory fits in as a way of life. It is on the fourth quadrant and... If you live that life, you will live a happy or joyous or purposeful life. So one life theory can be defined as a full and a useful life lived in the moment, which means a life full of pleasures and full of purpose lived in the present moment. How that's going to happen, I will start with in the next episode. See you soon.